0: I'm going to press record now and I'm going to watch it to make sure that it keeps doing its thing. Well, for the second time today, good morning, Mrs. Strawberry, and good morning, Mrs. Pickman. I'm your host, Shame Adamchuk, and my guest this episode is Canadian actor and all-around great person Lauren Allen, and we're going to try and make the world a better place one word at a time. Our word this episode is Pickman. This episode goes for 25 minutes uh, and we, yeah, we will get to the three-point check and some home truths very shortly, but I feel we need to address, uh, before <laughs> we do anything, uh, Lauren and I literally five minutes ago just finished recording an episode of this podcast that for some reason uh, the recordings just stopped. Uh, so firstly, Lauren, I would like to apologize to you for that. It was I a- think
1: Zoom owes both of us an apology. Zoom
0: definitely owes us an apology, and it, honestly... It, it was one of the best episodes of the podcast we've ever done. And it, the two of us are the only ones that will ever hear it. We, we talked about having our appendixes out on tour and how that was a weird shared experience. Uh, you asked a lovely question all about what love feels like. It got a little bit warm and warm and lovey-dovey. And it was, it was a lovely episode and I'm very sorry that it, it is gone. But now we have a second chance. And maybe this will be even better. Yeah. In fact, I'm sure that it will be. Um, so once again, I have to ask you, how is your head and your heart and your tummy has much changed in the last hour?
1: Um, I mean, in the last hour I felt great. Um, but you know, overall in my life, everything's terrible. Um I had a Kit Kat, so that made my tummy feel a little better. Great. Um I love to I literally have to eat chocolate every day. If I don't have any chocolate, I notice. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, I also drink a, a Coca Cola every day, and if I don't have one, I notice. Um, yeah. Which is yeah. mostly because I don't drink coffee or or tea or anything. So I think it's just a caffeine addiction.
0: I think that's a totally <laughs> a totally fine uh, vice to have. You know, I know there's people that drink like three three coffees a day, and then will like yeah. give me a hard time for like drinking like a Red Bull a month. And I'm like, but you, but you do all of the t- thing all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of all of the vices, I think sugar and caffeine are the ones that I can accept about myself.
0: There could be um, there could be a lot worse vices to be, you know, quote-unquote yeah. addicted to, you know?
1: Exactly. Um, and then as for my head, I mean, my heart, I guess I didn't really touch on this last time, but, like, my feelings are not very good. Um, but I am in love with a person, and that really helps to be in love with somebody um but my my head is quite bad uh i i last weekend I had an anxiety attack for for several days and then I had to recover from it for several days and it 's just been really hard and it 's winter now and it gets dark at four p m and i uh, I just don't like it
0: I will say this that as someone that follows you on Twitter, I feel like you are very uh very open and honest all the time about you know your your mental health and how things are going with you emotionally and i think that's that's you know it's a it's a fun medium to do it in um, but yep. it, it is also a very healthy way to live rather than keep it all inside um, and you present it in yeah. a, you know a fun public forum where people if they <laughs> like it can give you a little like or a retweet
1: yeah so um, like and one rewards. of the reasons One of the reasons I'm so open about it, particularly on Twitter, but I also write about it on Facebook when I need to, like, get into something about why things are not going well for me. Um, I I do it because people contact me afterwards and they're like, this helped me. Like, reading this made me feel not alone, made me understand something about myself, or I learned something because you did this. So, like, I'm not just sitting on Twitter venting because it's like fun for me uh like it kind of is but there is a a, a higher purpose of knowing that just acknowledging how big of a struggle life can be yeah. makes other people feel good and and it helps them and and I want to contribute to that
0: 100% and if you can help someone either you know realize that they are also going through something similar that maybe they hadn't you know uh personally discovered about themselves yet and you know there are people out there with with shared experiences that's that's what it's all about the human experience is finding people who are having the same things as you in the past and learning from it moving forward that's what history is folks yeah (laughs) um you asked me before a very lovely question about what love feels like and now the listeners will never know my answer um unless you find me in real life and love me unconditionally Um, but now you get to ask me a brand new question as being so what would you like to ask this time around
1: my brand new question is like so far away from from the previous one that's fine um the question is what kind of fruit are you oh and which one do you wish you were so if you had to be a fruit
0: okay well i i feel like if you ask this to anyone that's toured with me they would say banana because i have a tradition of always eating a banana before i perform uh when i'm on tour usually
1: i was Um, gonna say banana but i didn't know that about you i was gonna say banana i think because i associate you with being tall so i'm like bananas are long that makes sense okay i'm not i'm the thing that's a
0: common misconception i'm not actually very tall i'm just quite slim so it's like a perspective thing where it looks like i'm tall but i think you but and i'm I pro- tall
1: and you're taller than me right how old? i'm eleven.
0: no i'm 510 so you're taller than me. oh so
1: we're like the same height okay. yeah
0: yeah but, it's just i'm so always usually st- would- standing far away but yeah
1: <laughs> i think of you as long and tall also you're mushy on the inside
0: oh that's true and i've got a thick skin but i bruise easily yeah and if you want to keep me preserved you put me in the freezer and then make me into bread. <laughs> Um, so that's why
1: I think you're a banana. But what do you think?
0: I mean, I mean, that is what sprung to mind. Um, I'd like to think, I'd like to think uh, that maybe I'm a mango, because uh, believe it or not, I'm actually like more tropical than people may expect. Like my my dad, like I have a I have a Polish last name, uh, and obviously, yeah. like I'm. I'm born and raised in Australia. But my mum my is, is Mauritian. So she was like born on like the island of Mauritius. I'm like, so I'm like half Mauritian, which most people don't know about me. And you wouldn't suspect because I'm a very, you know, pasty ginger dude. Um, yep. But yeah, so I'd, I'd like to think I'm in the tropical fruit range. So I'm going to say mango or a banana. Maybe, a, can I cheat and say benango, a, a, a banana and mango smoothie?
1: Oh, I like that answer. And my question was, which do you think you are, and which do you wish you were? So well, maybe there you go. You well, think- I think
0: I'm a banana, but I wish I was a mango.
1: Yeah. I yeah. I accept that. That's a wonderful answer.
0: Beautiful. Uh so now you have picked the word Pikmin, or yeah. I guess the I guess the name Pikmin. Uh, uh, would you like to explain for the the viewers at at home or in their cars, wherever they are, what well, <laughs> you chose that word?
1: Um. So it came from asking the question actually because i love the pikmin video game franchise yep and the most recent installment pikmin 3 involves collecting fruit so right. when i wrote this new question 10 minutes ago <laughs> 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 i was like oh this is what you think of, of pikmin and i i cannot tell you how much i love this video game and i've loved it um I played the second one right when it came out for GameCube. Right. And then I played the first one and it was too hard for me as a, as a young, I don't know how old I was, like 12-ish? Right. Somewhere around there when I played the first one. And I was like, it was too hard. I can't do it. Look,
0: I've, I've never played Pikmin before. I'm aware of it. But just for anyone like me, what's the, what's the basic gist of the, of the game?
1: So, you are a space explorer who gets stranded on a planet um, that, that's previously uncharted, and you discover these little creatures, and you call them Pikmin because they look like the Pik-Pik carrots from your um, home planet. Okay. And they're a plant-animal hybrid, and they work in teams so basically your goal is to amass pikmin and then get them to do stuff for you okay and so you like defeat monsters and you carry things uh from one place to another you build bridges to explore the world um and it's actually i mean i don't know if nintendo has like confirmed this or if they even care but it's pretty obvious that like it's earth in the far distant future and and everything is really, really tiny. So the Pikmin are like probably the size of ants, a little bit smaller than ants. And okay. then you as a person are a little bit bigger than an ant. Oh. Um, so everything's really tiny. and like So the things that you pick up are like discarded batteries or an old cell phone. Or uh, in Pikmin 3, the thing that you're collecting is fruit. So you're always trying to collect more fruit all the time and um and there are different varieties of pikmin each color has its own um like property so the red pikmin are fire resistant the water uh, the blue pikmin are water pikmin uh yellow pikmin are resistant to electricity those kinds of things so it's a real-time strategy game okay
0: are you are you a big gamer do you play a lot
1: oh yeah yeah (laughs) but i'm a big like nintendo gamer like i First-person shooter games make me uh, like really motion sick, so I, I don't even try to play them. And I don't care about killing people in games, sure. so I don't play any of those kinds of video games. Um, but I am very into like puzzle games, so The Legend of Zelda is the, like, my life goal is to own every Legend of Zelda game.
0: I mean, and to have you could for sure make that happen.
1: Well, you'd think, um, but there are 17 in, in the canonical timeline. There are yeah. others outside of the timeline. And you need different game systems to play all of them. So I have a Wii U, which somebody gifted to me this year, which was really, amazing.
0: Really underrated system as far as I'm concerned. I had a good time with the Wii U.
1: I I liked it. They just marketed it really poorly where everyone was like, this is an addition for the Wii. And they're like, no, it's like a whole other console. It's like completely different. Um, So that's, that's mostly why it failed was just that they called it the Wii U instead of something else. Something else. else, Yeah. (laughs) They could have just called it the something else. They just should (laughs) have called it the
0: the pre-switch is what they should have called it. The warm up for the switch. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a difficult question then. Can you please uh, give me your top five games of all time? Um, um, at, like right in this moment, like, you know, don't, don't stress about it so much. Just w- whatever you feel. I
1: mean, Shane, I have an anxiety disorder. You can't tell me not to stress about things.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, you, s- you stress about it as much as you need to then.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, So, okay, so Breath of the Wild is, like, my obsession right now. Sure. The the latest Zelda game. I have not played Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, um, because I don't have the money to buy an $80 video game right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will get it eventually. But, yeah, Breath of the Wild is just one of the best things that I've ever seen or experienced. And it's, you can just do what you want all the time and then ride horses and get a Master Sword and, like, it's great cook food find fairies i don't know that's awesome uh okay. the physics engine is amazing you can fly uh, yeah. so that's probably number one great um and then wind waker the legend of zelda wind waker
0: okay so two zelda games so far
1: yeah it's gonna be almost exclusively Zelda. Games. okay hey that's um, fine it's your list um because that one that was the first video game that i ever owned um, so it, a lot of it is a nostalgia factor, but also I think it was really it was a really cool game, and uh, I th- it was a game that made decisions. Like even though a lot of people didn't like that they went through went for this really cartoony style art of the mm-hmm. game, at least they went with it. You know, like they made a decision and they built a whole world based on the the decisions they made. Instead of, like, I, there's a lot of media that I experience where I'm like, you're just trying to appeal to people. And that's not a decision. Yeah, <laughs> like, I watched... Being uh, appealing isn't a choice.
0: I watched uh the New Mutants film recently, and I can see why that was in development hell for two years. Oh, oh, boy, what a mishmash of things they were trying to do. They were trying to make it PG, but also a mutant horror movie. Oh, boy, I don't fault anyone in particular, but not great. So, yeah, yeah it's nice but- when, when creatives know what they want, and they really just sit out and they just just do it without compromise without listening to the big wigs to the suits
1: (laughs) yeah screw the man and all that but but also i think artistically if you're gonna make a choice make a choice and stand by that choice and don't apologize for making choices because that's your job
0: absolutely all right give me three more three more games
1: uh, uh Pikmin 3 is uh, also my current obsession. I'm watching um my, some of my favorite YouTubers uh do a, a let's play of it cuz they just re-released they released Pikmin 3 Deluxe Ooh. on the n- Nintendo Switch. So, um so lots of people are really into it right now and I I just like the Pikmin franchise cuz it's so cute and it's actually very challenging um but fun and there's so much to explore and and do. Um what other games oh okami i loved okami i don't have it it was um an ex-boyfriend had that game so i played it on his like family console when i (laughs) stayed at his house in toulouse while he and his family went on a vacation (laughs) um but okami is uh very lots of people compare it to legend of zelda twilight princess because you're playing as a wolf but it's it's really got its own set of characters and um it's based on a bunch of Japanese folklore um so you kind of learn a lot about the story of um Shiranui and this beautiful beautiful artwork as well and Mario Kart's pretty good you
0: know I mean you can't beat the classics right Mario Kart will always be in my top five whatever yeah. the most recent Mario Kart is will always be in my top five
1: yeah and especially because like I love playing video games with other people and I like getting involved with them and like being able to tease someone that you care about, about like if you're beating them or if they cheated or whatever, like it's, it's fun. I enjoy playing video games with other people. So yes, Nintendo,
0: Nintendo is definitely very good at bringing people together and making lots of fun games for people to play uh, in groups, which I always Mm -hmm. uh, really, really like. Um, Let's get a little deeper. I want to, I want to (laughs) throw a question back at you that you asked me in the previous recording. Uh, and you asked me you asked me what love feels like and I think that's such a beautiful question so I'd like to ask you what uh, is your opinion what do you think love feels like
1: um I think love is not at all confusing I think we often equate like being in love with being like confused about what do we do what's going on but when I think when you actually love somebody You are just so much yourself that you know exactly what to do.
0: Totally. Um,
1: And I think it feels great when it's reciprocated and it feels terrible when it's not. Um, Yeah. I think it feels really grounded as much as like the idea of love we maybe think about like flying high or, or being really up or something. But I think real love is, is very deeply grounded and secure, um, which is not a thing that I experienced um, because of the way my brain doesn't function. I, there's a lot of insecurity in my life. Um, so, but you know, I'll go to my partner and I'll be like, do you like me? And i will just be like, yep. <laughs> like, and then I go, okay, good. poof, Good. And then I'm you know, grounded again. Good check in, so, good
0: check in. High fives all around.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, he's I I, I have to ask him a lot of uh, I, I have to ask him for a lot of reassurance and he's always just like, Yeah, here it is. <laughs> there you go. And it's great. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think that reassurance is a, is a, a beautiful thing when when you get to a point where you just don't need to ask for it anymore, maybe, and you just <laughs> You just allow yourself to trust that it's there, which you know to be fair can sometimes come back to bite you on the ass. But uh, it's mm-hmm. an amazing thing, and it's it's warm and it's it feels it feels good. It's nice to be it's yeah. nice to be loved.
1: Yeah, and um, I don't know if you just heard one of my cats meow. Um, I have two foster cats right now. They've been adopted, so they're leaving in two days. But they've like just learned how to meow, and so Honey is like meowing a lot <laughs> um she only meowed once this time but she woke me up this morning because she was hungry and she was like sitting on her cat tree by my bed just like meow, meow, meow. and I was like I'm so mad at you because I've only got three hours of sleep and I didn't want to be awake right now but also I'm so proud of you because <laughs> you didn't know how to do this before and now you do
0: I have, uh, yeah, I have a young nephew that's just starting to make lots of, lots of fun noises, which is very cute.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would love, um, I would
0: absolutely love, I don't know if you're a, a big Simpsons fan, but the episode with Homer's half-brother, played by Dan in who makes the baby translator, I think that would be yes. such a great invention, just to hear what all those goo goo ga mean. I imagine a lot of it would be like, I want, I want milk. Where's yep. daddy? But still, what a great thing to know what they're talking about
1: yeah that's that's my concern with my fosters is because because they are just learning how to do everything they don't have uh experience with humans other than me i mean i can can
0: tell you most likely what the cats are saying is like as soon as you're dead we're eating your face (laughs) there is no (laughs) loyalty here give us the food or your face is the food
1: I don't think so. They're very sweet kitties. They just are very scared all the time.
0: They're probably so, also wondering which of them is the most jellical cat and who will be going to the <laughs> jellical ball in a balloon in a remember, that makes no sense.
1: Shane, remember when we saw Thundercats the musical together?
0: <gasps> I forgot that. It was you that I was there with. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, yep. Where were we? Winnipeg? Edmonton. 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 Edmonton.
1: I wasn't in Winnipeg.
0: It, oh, of I course you we about We talked about that in the last episode. Yes, Edmonton okay. Fringe, uh, a company put on Thundercats the Musical, a mashup of the songs from Cats, but as performed by 80s cartoon action figure icons, the Thundercats. And it was hands yep. down one of the best shows I've ever seen out of Fringe or anywhere um, with the most amount of legal problems I've ever seen.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean,. It was, it was such a perfect parody in that, like, it just was the music and the lyrics changed so slightly that you really couldn't tell unless you, like me, know the musical really well. Yeah, Um,
0: it was glorious.
1: It was very good. Um, I haven't seen the Cats movie. I I haven't
0: seen Look, I, look I've, I've never seen Cats live. I was vaguely familiar with the I musical. Have. The first thing I saw was Thundercats, the musical, that made me go, okay. And then I, I had to <laughs> see this movie because it just looked like such a clusterfuck. And it was. It, it's not even one of those movies that's so bad that it's good. It's just so bad you have to, after about 20 minutes, just succumb to it. Just release yep. any inhibitions of taste or knowledge or good CGI and just go, this is what this is and this is the journey I'm on. It's going to be weird, and we're going to get through it. Did you
1: see the first release or the second release? I saw the first (laughs) release
0: that had more mistakes in it, so I was very happy. That's why I went out to see it quickly, because I want to see the worst possible version of this before they have any chance to make any mistakes better.
1: I can't believe they let him do that. I can't believe they let the director, like, release a movie, and then... to re-release it like two weeks later yeah fixing a whole bunch of like oh it is look
0: it is it is the kind of movie that nobody should have to watch but everybody should watch it that's what i say about cats Um, i do want
1: to watch it but watching it in lockdown by myself
0: yeah watch it watch it with uh, at least one other person that you trust is what i would say Um, Look, we're almost out of time again I've been constantly checking to make sure this is definitely been recording the whole time (laughs) So that's great. Um, How can we make the world better um, based on the power of of Pikmin? We've talked about video games. We touched a little bit about uh, Love once again. Um, How do you think Mm -hmm. we can make the world a better place Lauren?
1: Well, just um, um, going off of Pikmin, I think Pikmin is a lot about cooperation between um like the humanoid characters and also between the pikmin is that everything is easier when you are with a team so maybe we need to remember who our teams are even in this time of isolation i don't know what it's like for you in australia but in toronto we are like officially in lockdown so we're not supposed to like see anybody or
0: yeah i've i've said this to a few of my international guests It's it's very strange to me because we're almost back to quote unquote normal here in, in Western Australia, especially like we've done very well in terms of the whole COVID thing. So to have my friends overseas that are still like in like proper lockdown, like where we were seven months ago is, is, is very scary. And I really hope things get better for you guys very soon.
1: Me too. We'll see. But mm. yeah, so the, pow- the power of cooperation um, and also because <laughs> Pikmin takes place in, in a dystopian future earth Um, where a bunch of our garbage is is laying around and that's what the Pikmin are collecting is a bunch of our trash. Maybe we should like pick up our trash.
0: Pick up your goddamn trash. Oh man, if I ever see someone litter or that it lights a fire inside of me, I'm like, you learnt about this in elementary school. You know, there's a bin right there. Like it takes a real special piece of shit to litter 12 meters away from a garbage can, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't. So I lived in Paris for two years. This is a really quick story. I'll finish it quickly. Um, Paris has a huge problem with dog shit. Um, Like there's just so much dog shit everywhere. And they tried, they had a whole public initiative of like, we're going to give everyone free doggy bags and we're going to post them at the corners. So, oh, Shane's telling me we're going to cut off. Um, But, but it's still a huge problem is that there's just dog shit everywhere. So clean up your
0: shit. Parisians. Um, yep. Very quickly, we're almost out of time on our second podcast of the day. Lauren, where can people find you online if they want to follow your amazing exploits?
1: Um, personally, you can find me as at Les Mis 456, L-E-S-M-I-S 456 on Twitter and Instagram, or professionally, you can find me at Social the LA Way, which is for my social media marketing company. And my website is lauren-allen.net.
0: Lauren, thank you so much for chatting to me once again today. Uh, I really, look, I'm very excited to put this episode up. I'm sorry we lost the first episode, but it'll be a special thing that only you and I will have shared. Until next time, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Shane. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Morning, Mrs. Strawberry. If you'd like to help this podcast grow, you can do all those amazing things like subscribe, write a review, rate it, and of course, share it around the world. You can find the podcasts at anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. I'd like to say a massive thank you to Cosmo Bones for the brand new logo and encourage you, dear listener, to get in contact if you would like to be part of the show and help make the world better, one word at a time.